Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. What up, everybody? It is 10 a.m. in the District of Columbia. Points north, south, east, west. B, I didn't realize this. When we had Tori on the show yesterday, mm-hmm. it's his birthday today. Happy birthday to Tori Smith. Happy birthday, Tori. We're not messing around, though. We're getting right down to business because we are going to Motown, baby. Motown. Dan, Dan Miller joins us, voice of the Lions. The great one. Dan, what's going on, man? How are you? What do you say, guys? How you doing? What's doing up, well Dan? Up here. How you been, man? Hey, B. Mitch, I'm good, man. It's good to hear your voice. How happy are you right now looking with the Detroit Lions playing as well as they are? You know, guys, look, you know I grew up there. You know I grew up going to games, season tickets, and and loving all the success and rooting for guys like you, B. Mitch, and um, came here, and and they hadn't enjoyed the same success here. And, And these fans would tell me just how tough it had been being a Lions fan. I didn't get it for a while, but then once you're here, you do understand it. And it's been a long time, and these fans have given so much of themselves to this organization and really never gotten much of anything back. Well, this year has been magical, and the end of last year was pretty special too. But this year, they've delivered, won a playoff game for the first time in 32 years, won a division for the first time in 30 years, had two playoff games at home for the first time in franchise history. And it's just been, it's been electric. And it's just so much emotion that people have from years of disappointment has come pouring out and, you know, here they go. NFC championship game, no idea what's going to happen, but um, these fans have just been amazing. That's been the best part of my job is just seeing them be happy and, and, and get some payback for everything they've given this team. I, I, I love it, man. I, I really, it's funny. I was talking with somebody this morning and they're like, you know, I know this is your job or whatever, but are you actually rooting for anybody this weekend? And I thought about it. I was like, if I'm rooting for anybody, it's Detroit. Uh-huh. And what's it like to think that probably the whole country, unless you are a Niners or Ravens or a Chiefs fan, if you are just some some other person out there watching games this weekend, you're like, hell yeah, let's go Lions. Yeah, there's a lot that goes into that. One, uh, we've been pretty harmless for a long time. So there's not a lot of reason <laughs> to dislike us. Uh, two, I think, you know, last year, hard knocks. A lot of people got to look at what was going was awesome, on here. Man. And a lot of people got to know Dan Campbell a little bit and and got to know Brad Holmes a little bit and got to know the people behind this organization. And I think they found it to be a really likable bunch. And, you know, Dan Campbell is charismatic. He's infectious. He just has something that draws you to him as a coach. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think people that's resonated with people. So I do think that's one of the reasons that people have gotten behind Detroit. And it's also, look, it's, it's like the Cubs. It's the type of story where a team hasn't won for so long. Uh, And they've, look, they've been on national TV numerous times this year. They've put on good shows. 
They're a fun team to watch. So I think there's a lot that adds up to why people are actually rooting for Detroit to do well. Looking at the quarterback, okay, Jared Goff comes from um, L.A. and he goes there now. And Jared Goff seems to be the real leader of that football team. What has uh, changed about him since he's gotten there? Well, I, I think, look, he was a good quarterback for a while in L.A., got him to a Super Bowl. You can never take that away yeah. from him. Had success. And then all of a sudden it went south. And McVay clearly gave up on him, didn't think he was his guy anymore, and traded him. He was sent to Detroit. He got here. Team was terrible. Uh, he was grinding through it. And then all of a sudden they started to figure some things out, and he started to rise up, and he was one of the leaders in turning this thing around. Look, when Jared got here, everybody assumed he was a bridge quarterback. Everybody assumed, okay, we'll just let his contract run out. They'll bring a young quarterback in. Jared will just hold the place until he's ready. But the people that didn't think that were in the front office. It was Brad Holmes, who had come from the Rams. It was part of the group that drafted him. And it was Ray Agnew, his second in command, who came from the Rams and was part of the group that drafted him. Look, they believed that Jared Goff could be the guy the whole time. And once they surrounded him with the right pieces – And once they instilled that confidence back in him that he, in fact, was the guy and could be the guy, you all of a sudden started seeing, you know, a top 10 quarterback come out who was leading a top five scoring offense that was doing some amazing things. So uh, it's been an incredible run for him. And I'll just share this one story. We did a training camp show this past year at the beginning of camp. And and one of the guys I do the show with asked Jared, what have you learned about yourself over the last three years? And he said, We could go for a long time on that, but I'll tell you two things. One, sometimes the thing you think is the worst thing in the world is the best thing in the world. And number two, I'm a lot stronger than I thought I was. And I think that describes who Jared Goff is. And look, he's playing great. He's going to get a big contract at the end of this year, and he's going to be the quarterback in Detroit for a while. He he may not look like your prototypical quarterback these days that can run around or move or whatever, but, man, he moves this offense, and you cannot argue with the results. Totally. It seems like he's he's really grown up out there. You know what I mean? Like, I, this is perhaps silly and anecdotal, but watching – he was on Hard Knocks, I think, as a rookie um, with yep, the Rams, with Jeff Fisher, and it was kind of a disaster for him. On Like, remember, he didn't know which way the sun set <laughs> no, and all right. that? No, you're right. <laughs> and, and yeah, but, and he, he knows that. I mean, he knows that, and he knows – look, he, there's no doubt, and and – you know, part of my deal is is I sit down with Jared after every game on Monday, and I have since he got here. And I've seen him grow up. And I, I'm just, look, I'm so proud of him and what he's done and, and the person that he is. And he has always, always, always tried to do the right thing. And, look, it wasn't easy. You get traded from L.A., you come here. This team's terrible. That team you got traded from is doing nothing but winning, and the guy that got traded for you is probably right. the MVP of the season halfway through. And then they go on and win a Super Bowl, and you're here trying to figure out which way is up in Detroit. Mm-hmm. But, man, he's fought through it. He got to the other side. He knocked them out of the playoffs in the first round, which I think was a life-changing moment for him. I bet. And it's just been, it's, it, it's been amazing to watch what he's been through, how he's handled it, and how he's come out the other side. I love totally. that, man. Totally. Uh, we are talking with Dan Miller, of course, the sports director, Fox 2 in Detroit, and the Lions radio play-by-play, done it for a long time. I, I'm Personally, Dan, I'm like happy Doc for- Walker's friend. <laughs> I don't know that you want to say that publicly. Um, I am legit happy for you that you get to like have this playoff ride what do you think? Hell, going? we're looking for it now, Dan. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what's crazy is now that Detroit's breaking all these streaks, Washington's at the bottom of the Yeah. But yeah. Uh, well, here, here's, a, here's what I can tell you guys. Number one, 
Um, on a personal level, it's been unbelievable. I mean, it's just, I mean, taking this ride, taking it with my family and seeing the way that, that they have been able to enjoy this, seeing the way these fans have been able to enjoy this, it's, it's unbelievable. And, look, I I want to see the best for you guys. Look, I, I worked with Doc. I worked with B. Mitch, and I covered you guys. And, um, you know, I, I, I want the best for Washington, and I want to see you guys do well. And here's what I can tell you. Find the right people. Yeah. Find the right people. We went through so many people that we hoped would be the right ones in Detroit, and we still got to finish a job. You know, we got to do what, what Washington has done. We need to win a Super Bowl. But here's what I can tell you is this just looks different, it feels different, and it's the people running it. You know, we've been through general managers and we've been through head coaches that we thought and hoped would be the, the guy or the guys, and it just didn't happen. But these guys had a plan. They stuck to it. They understand what it takes to win. They weren't going to deviate. They weren't going to try to take shortcuts. And all of a sudden, we find ourselves in a position where we're not just set up for success this year. We're set up for success going forward. So I, I would just say to all the faithful there, you know, waiting to see what the commanders do, just, you know, hope and pray you find the right people and empower the right people because that's the big key. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I, I, got, I got two more. I know you got a boogie. Um, can we ask you about Ben Johnson? Sure. Uh, how is he as a dude? How likely do you think it is he's coming to Washington? Um, what kind of coach do you think he'll be? Um, I, I, look, I don't know. You guys are closer to it. It certainly seems like from here that might be where he's destined to go. Um, I, I've been lucky to work with Ben. I you know, sit down with one of the coordinators every week, so probably sat down with him five, six, seven times during the season. Um, he's a leader. He is innovative. He is collaborative. He's going to want input from the players. He's going to make them feel like they're involved. Him mm. and Jared Goff have had an amazing relationship. Uh, he's certainly, I mean, this is his second year as coordinator, so you're not talking about somebody who has 20 years, but he's wise beyond his years. Um, and, and when he walked into a room or did Zoom with, or whatever with the commander's brass and people making the decisions. I guarantee you he presented himself as somebody that will be a terrific face of a franchise, whether it's for Washington or somewhere else. And um, I think whoever gets Ben is going to get a, a young and rising guy that has learned from a very good head coach and Dan Campbell how to handle things and has gotten, you know, good experience along the way. And I just, I really think whoever gets him is going to be getting a good one. I love his leadership. I love the way that, that Dan Campbell treats players the right way. And I think he's been able to watch that now for several years. And I think he'll, if he's smart, he'll take a lot of that with him. I believe that he will. And I think that, that he's going to bring a lot of the things that it takes to be successful. And, you know, what he's done here has helped put us on the map. There's no doubt about it. Our offense has been fantastic. We've done things here we haven't done, haven't run the ball since Barry was here. And mm -hmm. we've thrown the ball better than we've thrown it, I don't know, since the 19, you know, since Stafford was here. But there was no balance when he was here. It wasn't Matthew's fault. We just had no balance on offense. So, uh, full marks to, we'll hate to see him go. I guarantee you that. But I, I, it certainly seems like he's the guy, and I think he'd get a good one. Oh, man. I think a lot of people in their cars and beltway traffic Happy just, as hell. Just, <laughs> just like pounded the steering wheel, fired up. Um, Dan, I know you got to run. Uh, what do you see happening in San Fran? 
You know, here's the, the key. We, we gotta, I'm going to keep it really simple. Uh, we have to play clean. If you look at the Lions since they started winning last year, finishing last year 8-2, going 12-5 and five this year, winning two playoff games, when we don't turn the ball over, we have a really good chance of winning. When we get ourselves in that negative position and we're minus three, minus two, something like that, we don't overcome that very often. So I know that's simplistic because it is the biggest indicator of winning and losing in the National Football League. But if we go out there and play clean, we haven't turned it over in either of our playoff games so far, and maybe we can get one or two off Purdy or get San Francisco to cough it up and steal a possession. Um, I think we got a, a good chance. Look, we're a good team, and we're going to go out there and we're going to play well. And, and I know they're a really good team and have been a favorite for much of the year along with Philadelphia, but uh, it's four quarters. Things happen. Play clean. Don't give them anything easy, and let's see where this thing ends up at the end. But I like our guys. I like where they're at, and I just feel like there's something happening here, and let's see where it goes. All right, Dan. I'm totally with you. Packers had them dead to rights, and then Love starts throwing picks. They have. Um, Dan, thank you so much, man. I can only imagine how busy you are. Thank you again. Appreciate you guys. Always good. All right. Take care, brother. Peace. Dan Miller, voice of the Lions right there on the BetQL guest line. Strong stuff there. Totally. Um, You know, for, for a guy like Dan calling that Thanksgiving game every year, right, for yeah. however long he's been doing it, 15, 20 years, right? Hell, he's talking about Barry. That was a long time ago. <laughs> Hell, yeah. Um, Think about that. Like, his Thanksgiving every year, he's got, I His assume, turkey is not going to taste good. Right. Like For the most part. And that generally is a snooze fest. Lions get their ass kicked. Yeah. And it's just all so different now. It's so... I'm happy for Detroit. I'm happy. But he's right about get the right people and allow them to do their job. I mean, I, and I believe that's what's going to happen around here. Because so many times you think you got the right person. but And then we thought we had the right people a lot of times. They weren't allowed to do their jobs. I think we're going to get we're gonna get both this time, and it's going to work out in our favor. Um, <laughs> So my buddy Ben Schwartz. Just texted me. I was deaf. One of the. I was definitely one of those people slapping the steering steering wheel. <laughs> Fired up for Ben Johnson after this interview. I think there's a lot of folks like that. Yeah. Um. I wanted to shout out a few people. Um. My guy. Where did he go? Rusty Townsend. I guess his his kids got a two hour delay, maybe for fog. Huh? And he they're listening to us in the truck, father and son. So we're happy right, to have go, you. Go. Um. What'd you think, Jeffrey? Chief Ashburn syndrome sufferer of the program, listening to that interview. Hopefully, you'll. You didn't see him? He had on his pom pom and his tutu. How fired up did that make you for Ben Johnson? Look, like I told y'all, the smoke is not there no more as the smoke expert of the show. (laughs) Look, (laughs) it's coming. You were definitely the smoke expert. (laughs) It's coming. It's coming. Pause. And, and, and all I want to say is, let's just wait till this old paper and the announcement come out, and then let's get ready for the ten wins, baby. Question for you, Brian. Yo, um, Dan Miller made a point of talking about how collaborative Ben Johnson is, mm-hmm. and I think. I mean, really, we even saw it on that Hard Knocks. I remember you and I watching that Hard Knocks, how the staff was full of former players. Yeah. And how that kind of creates a different environment. It does. And and Dan just now said how important it is to watch Dan Campbell and that Ben Johnson gets to watch Dan Campbell and how he treats his guys. Yeah. 
How much do you like hearing that? I love hearing it, and I, but I'll say this as well. A lot of players have to mature and grow up on this squad too. You know all year, what did I say? I felt that this we had, we had to have guys on this team that took ownership in what they were doing. And I think once that happens at a high, high level, you'll see a lot more success around here. And with the coach that's going to put that power in their hands, you know, let them run the team. I think I read something where Dan Campbell basically was saying he really don't have rules until somebody, they need to have them. That's when you could trust a lot. And I remember Coach Gibbs said that, you know, I don't have rules until you break them. In other words, you do something that embarrasses the team, then you're going to have to be, you have to deal with that. And I think Dan is the same way. And I think when I watched his team through the years, we had a lot of guys say a lot of stuff, but I don't know if I necessarily saw the guys that really took ownership in it. And I need to see that. And if they do that with a guy like him who's going to give them that power, they can have some big things happening for them. Well, to your point, I think this roster overhaul is going to be comprehensive. Like, I, there's 53 dudes on a roster. There's probably, what do you figure, about 20 guys change every year anyway? Close to it. I bet it's going to be closer to 30 this year. Like, I, I think there's going to be significant change and, and certainly be to your, if somebody's not on board with what they're doing, they'll be gone. Yeah, I, I, I don't think there'll be much room for, I mean, you think about the famous Teddy Roosevelt speech, the man in the arena, mm-hmm. and don't listen to the critics on the sideline. Like, Ashburn has always allowed critics to infiltrate yeah. the building. You know why? But, you know how you know that? Because every one of them, get, they all get on the air and say, what they don't like about what's being said, but they didn't claim they don't listen to nothing. Right, right. right, right. <laughs> so well, it's funny, like you when you hear them discussing it, you know that they're concerned. And I think the moment you stop hearing them say anything about it, that's when you know they've arrived. I'm with you. I think that was exciting stuff. Um, Dan, I I assume is flying to California. That's why we had him right off the top. We'll kind of get into what we did last Dan night. Dan has a show right after the right after us. Oh, okay. Well, Dan does everything. That'll do it. <laughs> he he's the JP Finley times two up there. I bet. I bet. <laughs> um, Dan playing. Where I bet Dan's playing some nice golf courses up there too. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, we're gonna get into kind of what we did last night. How many jobs are still available in the NFL? Ten forty-five. Westmore, the governor of Maryland, will join. Is the, the goat out? Man, it's wild. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 
I got some I got some tweets, man. People like that Dan Miller interview. <laughs> C. Jackson says, I'm driving to North Carolina. I just went from six to midnight. Thanks to Dan Miller hyping up Ben Johnson. <laughs> Hurricane Ian says, I don't know if it's this Dan Miller call or the weather, but it's definitely getting a little steamy in my car. Combination, brother. <laughs> Combination. Lot to be excited about. Lot to be excited about. Um, Kind of a wacky wacky weather day this morning did y'all get that fog driving in it was like foggy i saw the ending of it uh over there like you said that little water surrounding you it. couldn't see like the jefferson memorial yeah, it, but you could see it flowing off of that water it was man. wild yeah. it was sunny when i left out it's always sunny in jeff's mind <laughs> landfill any fog for you uh there was some fog but uh it wasn't like a yeah it didn't impact me no it the wasn't time- delay school it was, is did they is that why school they delayed? delayed school for that? Uh, in uh, I think it was like Queen Anne County or something in, in Maryland. Where is that down south? I don't know. Right, I don't know Queen Maryland. Anne on the water, right? Yeah, I, that's why because Jeff and I are got, Maryland people. I never even heard of Queen Anne County. You need to leave out of the, your area I, sometimes. I was about to say I've, I've heard of Queen Anne. Okay, hot shot. Where is it? If Maryland. I'm not, if oh. I'm not mistaken, that's like. Did the Eastern Shore maybe? Soon as you come off the bridge, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, okay. I ha- I, I can picture the sign now when you go over the Bay Bridge. That's I think where Crazy Drew's driving from. Really? Drew, drive carefully, man. Uh, Drew, I can, dude. If somebody's over that way, I'd love to see pictures of the Bay Bridge with that fog. That that might be kind of dangerous. The little ass bridge that goes over the tidal basin. <laughs> you know that little yeah. bridge, like where all the cherry yeah. blossoms are. That was a little dicey. Yeah. Like, people were going slow because you really couldn't see much. Mm-hmm. I can only imagine the Bay Bridge, man. Um, B, I know you had a nice dinner last night. I went and hung out with the with the folks from Louisiana and Raging Cajun land, brother. Did you go to the Mardi Gras thing or just nah, I, the well, pregame? It, it, was a, it was kind of a uh, just a, like a little cocktail reception right there at the Palm on um, 19th Street. It was fun. Hung out with the Elmores. Good stuff. And the Maggots. <laughs> All right. School, school. Shout out to the Elmores and the Mac. A lot of guys I went to school with. That's great, man. Yeah. I um I ended up going to the auto show yesterday. The DC auto which show. Which car you want to buy? Uh a couple. <laughs> um yo, they had a which, which 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 concept car you wanted to check out? So they have a four million dollar car in there. What kind is it? A Bugatti. Bugatti, I was about to say that. Yo, I mean, there's some outrageous stuff in there when you go look at like the <laughs> they call it like the exotic section. Uh-huh. Um it's exotic. Yeah, I. Uh, so my lease actually comes up this summer. The I, I never I like the Bronco a lot. I never sat in one, so I got to sit in one yesterday. They're dope, but they are. It be it might be tough to get my kids in and out of there because they're they're really high. Um, and maybe they can put like a what do you call those like? Y'all have a little step on the side. The one yesterday didn't. I'm sure they could put one on. Yeah. Um. But yo, the new Toyota Land Cruiser is dope. Mm-hmm. It is real dope. Um, there's a lot of cool cars though, man. And I don't know, Jeff. Have you gone to the auto show yet? I I gave you Biagi's number, right? Yeah, I'm probably going Sunday. Okay, it was cool, man. Sunday's the last you go day. On Sunday, that's the football games. I mean, you got to get up early, Jeff. Yeah, I mean, you got to go. Games to sleep. don't got, start till three. I mean, you got to go to sleep early Saturday night, which is not happening. Uh, I'll make it. I'm going to make it for sure. Okay. Uh, I, I've heard him say that before. Yeah, me too. He kind of like Kenny. It was cool, dude. I recommend it. It was, um, 
They got stuff for kids if you want to take your kids. I was there in the evening, so I wasn't. Jeff don't have kids. What, what about people listening? Rusty Townsend's in the truck with his kid. Yeah. Um, Rusty's probably trying to say, stop talking, because the kid, he didn't want to go walk around. Landfill, if you need a new car, I they showed me this Buick. You know that Buick only makes SUVs now, or they call them crossovers? I'm going to be 100% honest with you. Yes. I, I didn't know that Buick still existed. <laughs> they do. Um, they don't sell cars anymore. They just sell, you know, like most, there's not a lot of cars anymore. Almost everything's at least sort of an SUV. You notice, I don't think Ford makes cars. Like everything's a. They make that Mustang. Yeah, but that might be it, dude. But And it, it doesn't really look like a car. It looks kind of like a hatchback, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. You know, the days of like, I'm, I remember my parents had a Dodge Spirit, like, or a, or a. Chevy Cutlass, like I think those are just over, and they're clearly trying to push electric cars. Like damn near everything's an electric car. I like gasoline. Am I crazy? I heard uh, it's like a if, tax. That's eventually about to come. you won't be having them because they're gonna stop making them eventually. Here's listen. I, I'm not I'm not getting political here, but I think everybody in the push for electric cars kind of lies to themselves about where electricity comes from because I don't know how much cleaner that is. Everybody thinks it's wind, whatever. Um, yo, then we went to RPM. That place is so damn good. And I got a Wagyu New York strip. Oh, boy. Woo. It was good today, aren't you? It was banging, B. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. I came in, did a 20-minute stretch, got my hips, got my glutes activated. Hips don't lie. Hips do not lie. You get those hips loosened up, Jeff, it's going to be a good weekend, buddy. Great weekend, JP. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um, what the hell is Jeff laughing at? Something's going on here. Yeah, just there's what, some, what the hell? Some sort of hijinks going, going on in the aquarium in there. No, it's not that. That was just wild. Where JP you was going? Playing footsies under that damn desk. Uh, Richmond John might know. <laughs> Richmond John just tweeted me. What was more foggy? Your drive coming into work or Jeff's bong chamber? <laughs> <laughs> Richmond John. I'm not 50, man. I don't rip bongs. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, when people say things, you know their age, uh, Jeff. <laughs> all right. Westmore, Governor of Maryland, will join us at 1045. Jeff Zrebeck, reporter for The Athletic, covers the Ravens, joins us at 11. At high noon, Charlie Batch, former Lions quarterback, maybe the last Lions quarterback to win a playoff game, mm-hmm. I think. Um, Charlie Batch, also played for the Steelers, will join us at noon. One o'clock, phone lines open, ask me Mitch anything. Um, Brian, the big news yesterday, Raheem Morris yeah. hired by the Atlanta Falcons. I'm happy for Ra. I, me too, man. Um, I mean, when you hear Sean McVay, Kyle Shanahan, Les Snead, all these guys like scream to the world that Morris deserves another option. He deserves another opportunity. How I many of these damn retreads, I mean, extremely old retreads kept getting uh, new chances? Why shouldn't he? Right. Um, I'm excited. Hopefully that works. It also means the musical Music. chair. The music's about to stop, and the chairs. Yeah. Do you Bill, think, Bill? That, Bill, somebody, somebody's like. I guess it's on the when Bill goes in to talk to people. I think Bill is trying to say I need some control, and I think that's kind of the reason he hadn't signed something yet. So, here's my question, B. People thought Belichick might get Atlanta, right? And then I sure did. Depending on the reporting, it seemed like there was uh, some hiccups involved in who would get final say over personnel. And if you're Bill Belichick and you walk in with six rings, 
you want final say. Right. Um, do you think Bill gets a job? Uh, I think only one left that he could possibly get one at is Seattle. I don't know, man. I heard the junkies this morning. Where, Jeff, see, you're good at conspiracy theories. Apparently, some conspiracy theory has emerged that Belichick might be waiting for the Chiefs job because Andy might step down. Well, I have not heard that. If, if he partnered with Pat, I guess then he goes, like, is it Pat or Bill? <laughs> you know what Phil Jackson did? Coached MJ and then and waited Kobe. and coached Kobe and Shaq. <laughs> yeah. look, 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 man, I think people can understand one thing. Coaches are not no different than players. Players want to go to the better team with better coaches, and, and coaches want to coach the better, better players as well. It happens. Because I think the coaches that are very successful, they understand it's not just about them. It's about that damn team or the better player that I may have. Michael Jordan would have made a lot of coaches look good. Sure. Um, I don't I don't think Belichick's getting a job. And that sounds crazy. Possible. I don't uh, think it's crazy, Jake. I think that just like most things are changing up where people if 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 you're not a person who can adjust per se, you're not going to be dealing a lot. You got to figure out how to adjust your your ways sometimes. Yeah, for sure. I That's mean, what I... society has come to. Now, you can still be a leader you, with uh, without completely giving getting rid of who you are, but you have to make some level of adjustment. Life is about adjustments. Do you know what Wes Moore's record is picking games this year? What is it? It's outrageous. I'll tell you when we return. The governor of Maryland joins us next on the B. Mitch and Finley program. Before we go, ESPN Bet is now live in the DMV. As the official sports book of ESPN, ESPN Bet is the only place to find daily exclusives and offers with your favorite ESPN personalities and shows. Sign up today and new users get 100 bucks in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Find all your favorite markets and bets like in-game wagering, Cross-sport parlays, teasers, and all the props you can handle. That's ESPN Bet. Download today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present within the state of Maryland or Virginia to participate. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Listen, I love regulators. You can play this every damn day as far as I'm concerned. But I did just realize, do we have walk-up music for the governor? Because he should certainly get to pick his own walk-up music. I mean, sure. This is walk-up music. Well, that's... (laughs) And, and, Maryland and, Governor Wes Moore. Perfect walk-up music. Perfect walk-up music. <laughs> do you want? We can keep that's, playing it. I bet you know every word. Yeah, that's right. We're we're about to mount up. We're about to mount up. <laughs> I love it. All right, regulators, it is. Uh, governor, thank you for making time for us. I I notice the official Governor West Gov West Moore Twitter account is tweeting out some successes you've had this year. I. Sure. I would like to point out some successes you've had this year. You've gone 57 and 39 in your picks. Crazy. I like that. Pretty good, right? That's winning. Pretty Dude, good. It's almost plus 20. <laughs> That's crazy. Pretty good. I tell you, my 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 actually uh my winning rate is about the same as Lamar Jackson's completion rate for the year. So my <laughs> thing is if he's the MVP, I maybe I should just be the gubernatorial MVP. 
for this year. You're the MVG. <laughs> I'm going to take it. I'm, I'm, I'm going to wear that chain. I'm going to wear that chain. Um, yeah, I mean, you, you, you are certainly the MVG of our program. I can tell you that much. Um, could you – like, I know Youngkin won't play you in basketball. Maybe you challenge, like, the Pennsylvania governor to a football pick contest next – Next year or something? I don't. I'm just brainstorming here. Yeah, on the Beamish and Finley show. I love. I love that idea. I love that idea. And listen, all these other governors are learning that we are very that that I am very competitive. I like when Maryland wins, and I'm and I'm loving that Maryland's doing a whole lot of winning recently. And so it's great. So I think that's a great idea. I think we should just challenge them all. Maybe I think we uh, challenge them all. We'll get uh, Mayor Bowser. Making picks too. We'll get everybody in. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Um, but don't, we, we will have Jeff call Governor Youngkin's people again and see if he'll come on. That we do. All we can do is, is extend the invitation. Yep. Um, and maybe and maybe he'll respond to you. I, I'm not sure he will, but maybe. Um, so, Gov, I, I, I mean, obviously, there's only two games this week. We don't have to figure out which games to pick. We know. Um, yep. Before we kind of get to the actual pick, how exciting for you is it for the city of Baltimore to host the not just the AFC title game, but what this thing has become with Taylor Swift and everything else involved in this game? <laughs> I mean, it is uh, the, the the city is electric, and and people, it's it's really difficult to 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 fully appreciate what this means because it's not just what it means economically. I mean, like. This is going to be a massive weekend in the city of Baltimore. Uh, I mean, people, the place is going to be packed. The energy is going to be real. People are going to be staying in hotels and eating in restaurants and really experiencing it's just a fantastic, fantastic in the city of Baltimore. And I think they're going to, do, I mean, they're going to be all the eyeballs on the city mm-hmm. of Baltimore. But, but it's also the psychology of what it means. It's like we're winning. Like what this means to be part of a winner and, and, and winners do what winners always do, is winners win. And to see so much energy and excitement about a city and about our state uh, and watching where it's not just Baltimore that's fired up. I mean, I'm telling you, you don't know. I have time in every corner of this state every single week. And I don't care if you're in Westminster or West Baltimore. I don't care if you are in, uh, in, in, in Parkville or if you are you know, over in Princess Anne. Everybody is fired up right now for the Ravens. And so what this means just for the psychology of the state is just really exciting. We all have a unified team we're rooting for, and a unified team we're all going to cheer when they win on, 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 Saturday, on Saturday. There you go. Yeah, I mean, it, it really is cool. I know this. I know my work at NBC4 here in D.C., we're coming up to cover it, right? And yes. And I think – we, we kind of – I had this discussion with, uh, you know, the, the sports producer there and they kind of a broader discussion on whether D.C. stations should go up to cover this. Like, there are absolutely Ravens fans in our in our viewing area. Yeah. And, and you got to oh, yeah. serve them, especially when it gets to this level, I feel like. And, you know, Jeff – It's football, dude. Right. <laughs> it's and, NFL, and everybody cares about the NFL. And so, it's, yeah, it's a yeah. title game, and it's here. But I think there's more right. and more dudes like Jeff Whereas when the Ravens moved back, I think it was like a really strict, nah, man, I'm a Skins fan. I'm not, I, I hate the Ravens. I think more and yep. more as they've been really good and now that like Snyder is out, Jeff, our, our young producer, says the Ravens are his number two team. And I think there are more folks going in that direction. 
Because also, I, mean, I think the Ravens are built the right way. And listen, you know, I'm 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 die I'm a diehard Ravens fan, and I and and I wear that. But but I think for even for people who aren't Ravens fans, you got to appreciate how this team was built, right? You got to appreciate what 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 John Harbaugh has built. Where I mean, John Harbaugh was a special teams coach. Yep, he was my special teams coach. Was, He's coached me. Exactly right. I mean, but 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 he's someone who came on board, not a big name, not like a you know he wasn't Bill Belichick, but but built this team with the right kind of focus and the right kind of energy, and frankly the right kind of aggression. That we have we have our, our quarterback who's about to win his second league MVP, who was not only passed over, who when he was drafted, most people was like this dude's a running back. Yeah, right? that was stupidity. It was stupidity. We have we have some of our top performers on offense and defense right now are people who most who many people said they don't have anything left in the tank. OBJ has nothing left in the tank. Jadavion Clowney, nothing left in the tank. And here we are. These are people who are now helping to lead their respective sides of the ball to the Super Bowl. This team was built the right way. It was built with a level of focus. We have the best general manager who is some of the best draft picks, you know, folks like Kyle Hamilton, folks like Zay Flowers. I mean, this is an exciting team to watch because it's built the right way. And I think that's what's really resonating with folks, too. I, mm-hmm. I agree with you there. Um, all right, let's get to the picks. I'm guessing I know who you like in the Baltimore-Kansas City game, <laughs> but I'll, I'll let you make it official. <laughs> let's go ahead and make it official. This is Baltimore time. Baltimore is going to beat Kansas City. And, and listen, like we talked about before, y'all, you know, to, to, to be the man, you got to beat the man. And yep. this Sunday, we got to beat the man. Let's, not, let's be clear. I mean, Patrick Mahomes is a, is a, is a, is a multi-Super Bowl champion for a reason. He is not a joke. And you cannot take him lightly. You cannot take this Chiefs team lightly. They are well coached. Andy, there is nothing that Andy Reid has not seen. There is not a single play that is going to be thrown to Andy Reid is probably not coached against. 14 times in his NFL career. So they're not to be taken lightly. And at the same time, uh, I think that there is not a complete team in the NFL like what we see with with, with the Baltimore Ravens. Offense, defense, even if you look last week, well, you know, gave up a touchdown. But actually the defense didn't give up a touchdown. Special teams gave up that touchdown Mm -hmm. uh, on on the kickstart. So so it's important for people to remember that this team really Mm -hmm. is just very much locked in. And you know the other thing I love about this team? There's been some chirping on the Kansas City side, talk about team of destiny, and they asked for it, we, you know, they asked for it, we're going to give it to them, all that kind of stuff. Do you know what there hasn't been on the Ravens side at all? Talking. These boys are locked in. I thought, They're like, we're not going to say anything. Yeah, I thought Only Lamar was we're going to so do is, is, on, is on Sunday. Yeah. When Lamar's like, yeah, it's two heavyweights, can't wait to play. Yeah. And he was yeah, honest. He's like, yeah, I don't want to have to play them. They're really good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he, I was going to say, say, if you want to be the champion, you got to beat the champion. Yeah. So that's now it. that's who's on their doorstep. They got to try to go through them. Um, that's all that's left. Well, listen, I have a future on the Ravens and want them to win. So you, you don't have to worry about me, Gov. Um, <laughs> now, two things. I, as of right now, I have an auxiliary press box seat, which means I might not be able to see the field. So, you know, if you can hook your boy, <laughs> just let me know. Um, and then two. Take it in the play out of Jeff's book, huh? <laughs> yes, indeed. Um, wait, there is another game going on on the other side of the country. What do you yes. think of San Fran Detroit? So, you know, it's interesting because I keep on I – was, I, was, I was thinking about this actually with Carter earlier, and I was like, who do I want to win? And I, for me, who I want to win comes down to whose food I like better. Because <laughs> the reason I say that is because 
I'm going to have a bet with whoever the governor is uh, on the other side. And part of the bet will involve food. And, and since we'll win, it really comes down to do I want, you know, what, did, what does Detroit have? Like deep dish pizza or something? Yeah, Detroit pizza, I mm-hmm. guess. I, yeah, so the question is do I want Detroit pizza? Tim Hortons or, donuts? Is California donuts? No, Detroit, they have a, a lot of that Tim Hortons. It's like a donut chain. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But aren't they Canadian? Yeah, I think they are. Never mind. Sorry. Yeah. That's why you're yeah, the MVG. <laughs> <laughs> but that's close because it's like right on the border. So so I, I get it. I get it. And I don't know what what is California? What what are they what are they known for? Oh, uh, they got Dungeness Crab. Yeah, San Fran is seafood. Yeah. That Chipino yeah. is like a big San Fran thing, that like bread bowl seafood stew kind of. Mm-hmm. Um uh, fresh okay. produce. So I guess <laughs> the question comes down to right. So the question comes down, do I want seafood stew? Or do I want pizza? So, That's or Tim Horton. Yeah. <laughs> it's a tough question. So, I think I'm going to go. I, so, I, I do think San Francisco is going to win this. Um, I, I think San Francisco, I think they're, 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 their team, they really are just a very good team. Detroit is playing well. Detroit uh, has been playing very hot. And, and, and the thing that's really impressive about Detroit is Detroit has shown a capacity to win close games. And I think once you get to this level, you can't just show that you blow teams out the way the Ravens blow teams out, but you have to show that you know how to win close games. Um, and I think they've done a good job of that. Now, I do think it matters that the last two games in Detroit have been in Detroit. And I do think that Detroit fan base, especially from playoff time, especially all the history, has got to be worth a good seven points. And so I do think that mattered. And they're not going to have that on you know, this Sunday against San Francisco. So I think San Fran wins. Even though I got to tell you, Tim Hortons and pizza sounds a whole lot better. <laughs> um, last, last one, Gov, and this can be quick. Um, it sure seems like the Commanders are going to land with Ben Johnson as their head coach, the Lions' offense coordinator. I don't know how much of Detroit you've gotten to watch, but what do you think if that is the hire? It's a good choice. It's a solid choice, and, and you know, and the thing I like about it too, it's already showing that there's a measure of departure from what the commanders have done or the stands wherever else, you know, the Washington football team has done historically, where historically under Snyder, what, what the common MO was is overpay, get the biggest name you can find, regardless if they're the best fit, right? Yeah. That, that has kind of always been the MO. And not even just amongst coaching, it's, it's, it's really also been amongst players. And that was just a common theme that came with Washington, uh, came with, with, with the football team. Um, this, I, I think Johnson, I think, I think has a great career ahead of him. I think has done a fantastic job of, of not just, of not just player development, but actually coming up with really interesting schemes that match the players. And I think that's something that's going to be necessary and crucial. Um, I think that the commanders have some tough decisions to make when it comes to personnel, when it comes, and especially at the quarterback position, how they're thinking about their skill positions and wideouts. And so you want to make sure that your coach really has a full grasp of how to do that and build a team when you know there's probably going to be some changes probably happening at the quarterback spot. Mm-hmm. So I, 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 think, I think Ben is a good choice, and I think it shows a real departure from the type of bad, repeated bad decision-making that this organization oftentimes may with personnel. Governor, we appreciate your time. Appreciate you you are the MVG. Thank you very much. Man, listen, I appreciate y'all so much. Go Ravens. Go Ravens. I look forward to seeing you on Sunday. And, and remember, even for all the Commanders fans out there, officially in Maryland, it is Purple Friday. Rock your purple, rep your team, and we're going to make sure we bring this thing home on Sunday. All right. Thank you, Gov. Appreciate Take care, it. man. Thank you.
Thanks, y'all. Maryland Governor Wes Moore. When we come back, Beamish read this article he loved. We booked the author. Jeff Zrebeck joins us. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.